I said. Wow. Not that pussy. <laughs> Hi. Hey, welcome to another episode. I thought she was going to back me up. Oh, no, 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 no. You're on your own, baby gal. Oh, well. To I say what I say. <laughs> welcome to another episode. Welcome, with welcome. Mukundra. Buenvenido. <laughs> We're so ah, hyper. Okay, yeah. Have stop. Buenvenido a Miami. Okay, okay, okay. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Man. I can't even be myself. No, and you're sweating. And you would never know. I raised, I raised her. I changed her nappy. Then I taught her how to count. I taught her how to memorize her father's number. I'm so dead. All of the things. You taught me the South African anthem. I did. I didn't. The Afrikaans part though is still a haze. Hi, friends. Hi, guys and girls and everyone in between and outside of that. Right. Nyak is on one today. Very hyper. I love this energy. It's because I've drank my ACV this morning. Who does that, by the way? I think Melting it's actually away really my bad. gut. No. no. No, that doesn't work. True, fine, whatever. But the actual reason is that it alkalizes my system, which makes it healthy for me. <laughs> we'll find out in six months. How about those real those doctors? Whether those come out or not. <laughs> um, but this is just a intro to say hi and to also give a kind of trigger warning for this episode. Mm-hmm. This episode is a mad thing. Um, mad We ting. talk about dating. And the trigger warning with a is, male, with a cishet male, with a male. The trigger warning is gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have really different opinions, all of us, and we're talking about the dynamics of dating, of gender performativity, and we use the um, situation of splitting bills to discuss how men and women relate in a romantic setting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a hard episode because we just have such opposing views. Mm-hmm. And um, I was kind of in two minds about putting it out because every my, the intention for every single episode is to really know that at the end of the day, ultimately, you can choose joy through accountability and ownership um, of what you entertain, what situations you allow into your life, what people you allow, allow into your life. And so similarly with this episode, even though they are, we have such contrasting views, we just want the take home to be, it's not about changing people's views to suit yours, but about being accountable for only um, curating a life that brings people in that have views that complement yours and that uplift you. Yeah. That, that Yes. So being very conscious of who you let into your space and how you let them in. And in order to do that, for me, the biggest takeaway was to have critical conversations as early as possible, the yeah. things that matter to me. I was shook to my core yesterday and I thought I have never had this kind of conversation with a romantic interest ever, 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 mm-hmm. whether it's before in a relationship. And that's why things, that's why I feel um, stifled in a relationship is because actually I never talked about any of these things and then it feels too late and then I must compromise and then it just goes downhill. Yeah. So that was the good thing that came out of this for me because I, oh, oh. I love that. Yes, that is a big thing is that Mm. what we all took up from this conversation is that we're not having these conversations enough with Mm. um, people of different genders, people we're entering romantic relationships with. Mm. So I hope you enjoy. Yes. And let us know your feedback, what you think about all the opinions and views shared. Yeah. And um, yeah, we look forward to that. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Bitches, say it, say it. Why you say it? I, I said what I said. Word. You did say what oh, you said. What new word did you want? I don't know, like maids. No, hey, maids. like something in Spanish. Ooh, mm, mujeres. There we mujeres. Go. Mujeres. Yes. What, is that? what is mujeres? Mujeres means uh, 
girls. Hey, uh, okay. This could be like we could be calling the cartel to our house right now. Literally, that could be literally. Literally, that could be the a SOS GPS pin. Yeah, I know. Forrest, what are you making us speak? I also am a bit of a drug cartel nigga, so it's I'm fine. dead. <laughs> wow. I've never the spice. <laughs> I know, Forrest, you're the most straight laced person. I, I literally know. know. You need to. You need to find. Um, some some of the things that are under my my mattress. I'm so dead. And you'll okay. be fine. <laughs> Done. In- invitation Whoa. accepted. I know. Invitation accepted. This is Mukundwa, your host, and this is Nyakwezi, your co-host, and we are here with the illustrious Boris. He is a maverick, a tastemaker. What are you? You are. Guys. Don't listen to her. A baby boy. Don't He's a baby listen. boy living his baby boy life. Don't yes. listen to these these ladies. I am the most like random, <laughs> chill person. You're odd. You're very odd. That you'll ever hear on this podcast. I'm super chill. I'm dead. He is. Just listen to his sound levels. Did I ever find out what your moon sign was, by the way? I wouldn't know that because I don't really care about that stuff. Okay. Wow. So, okay. So let's just head into men are trash because that is trash. He's a Taurus. So that explains a lot. Um, but today I really want to talk about, so I had on my Instagram story that I would never pay, I'd never split a bill with a man again. And I explained why, which was that I think women have to do just so much unseen labor. It costs me so much to go on a date, um, that the man should pay. And also it's one of those patriarchal expectations that literally benefits me. If, you know, men feel pressure to pay, it works in my favor. And I got a lot of great responses agreeing and disagreeing and a lot of people with different perspectives about how like leaning into that narrative of men paying is reinforcing you can't kind of pick the bits and pieces of patriarchy that work for you. And I thought that was really interesting. So me and Yak thought, let's talk about dating, about splitting bills, about Mm -hmm. performativity. Mm -hmm. And let's bring a male on here to hear, you know. Yeah. One another side of the story because we like agree a lot. We do. It's just an echo chamber, and we're right, and we know it. But I'm dead. We thought, let's hear if somebody else agrees with us, and if they don't, let's have a conversation and get them to agree with us. I know. Pretty much what I what I gather from this is is that I'm here to be like pretty much beaten down. Oh yes. Oh, but you're strong though. You've been training. You okay. are so lucky. You're Literally ready. until my friends message, I was so ready to come. When I asked you to be on this podcast, the, uh, my face was red. Like I was ready. To fight. To fight. But now I am actually really even tempered and I've changed my perspective um, a little bit on paying on dates. But um, yeah, I want to hear from both of you. Mostly, let's start with this. What do you think women want, Boris? I don't think women know what they want themselves, so I don't know. Do you see, this is why, this is why we shouldn't have had Boris on our podcast. <laughs> Okay. And no, but okay, but to be honest, I don't know what women want because you can't generalize women. Different women, women want different things, mm-hmm. um, and in different situations. So, um, are you? If you're asking me what I think women want on dates, even that, I don't think there's a there's, there's a like general or universal answer. Um, I think just in general, human beings, including women, just want to be respected and kind of like have a good time that's it so then where's it where do you think the dissonance because i agree with you i think everyone wants to be acknowledged and like affirmed and respected so where do you think the dissonance is because routinely women i feel like we come out of dating feeling unacknowledged disrespected like not valued and i think that's why so much of this me even wanting men to pay for my dates is really about a value system as well it's that that validates that you think I'm good enough to pay for my steak. And even though that 
I shouldn't seek validation from that. That is what it is. Um, both things need questioning, but like, where do you think this dissonance is between men and women that like, yeah. Or maybe have you seen that yourself, like going on dates or dating that there's been like somehow miscommunication? So I think you've exactly pointed the, 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 the fact, right? It's just communication. People just don't communicate well enough. Um, some people, some women um, do want to be valued in, 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 in a financial way. It needs to be money. Others don't want to be valued in a financial way. Others prefer to be valued in, in, in a time um, commitment way or mm. in an, on an emotional commitment way. Or I don't know, there's various ways of, of, of valuing things and people. So I think the value systems are very different. And communicating with your partner or with your date or whatever um, – what your value system is and like kind of how you see things um, might just help both of you, not just them um, and not just yourself as well. So I think that's, that's where the dissonance is, is that you'll be on a date with someone and you think, okay, this guy must pay for me if he, if he really values me. Mm. And he'll be there on, on, a, on a date with you and he'll be like, oh, this girl probably doesn't want me to pay because she doesn't want me to think, or she don't, doesn't want me to think that she's, um, um, that she's, uh, she's not like, you know, independent that, she, that that she's like dependent on me mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So there's various like sides of the of the story, and people have different ways of of looking at it. Is what I'm what I'm pretty much getting at. So then, how do you how do you bridge that potential <coughs> miscommunication gap? If you've met, this is the first time you're meeting someone. You both don't know each other's value systems. You know, how do you bridge that? Well, you chat about it. Nah, um, niggas should offer to pay. <laughs> You should well, offer to pay, and then I say, oh, no, 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 I'll pay for my, I'll split it. Why? What do you mean, why? So you think the first date we should have a conversation about how I need to be validated by you paying for my ribs? No, I don't think um, it's necessarily, it has to be like a conversation about, oh, uh, this is how I want to value you. So like, it's, it's not like that. That's, that's, not how you, that's not how you go about this kind of stuff. It's like, look, at the end, or at the beginning of the date, or, the, or at the end, whatever, um... You, you decide. I think, obviously, first thing is you shouldn't go into a, a date expecting to be paid for. Eh? As a woman? <laughs> me? Whoever you are, I, th- I think you shouldn't go into a date expecting to be... You shouldn't be expecting things from anyone. Because, like, like you said, this is the first time you meet this person. You don't know if they're a serial killer or you don't know if they're a really, like, weird, self-inflicted person. You don't know what they want and what they like, who they are. So when so you, you go sh- on a date, what are you expecting financially to come out there? Having... Sp- Parted with half the bill or full the full bill, you. I don't. I don't go in in, some, in ex- with expectations of myself. I think I go go with um, enough money to be able to pay for myself, and if I feel like it, pay for the person in, hey! in front of me. So, um, so this is where I pull out my knife. So <laughs> I pull out my guns. Yeah, go ahead. Bring, yeah, I will bring, go ahead. Bring, what do you mean? bring your guns. Let's let's listen. Boris. So you're telling me, so what makes you feel like it? At the end of the day, what, or rather, what makes you not feel like it? What will like warrant you to be like, fuck it, let me pay for my curly fries and steak and passion fruit lemonade and she can pay for her. I mean, <laughs> so that's... that's platter. Seafood platter, lamb shank starter. Fuck you, that's it, fuck you. you Nyaka's throwing, throwing shots because I do order a lot on dates. She does. So, yeah, she yeah. Does. I rinse. I do rinse. The old me. I, I, I certainly did, bitch. She Look had, for president. It was amazing. So I dropped her off and her date was late. Oh, can I tell the story? Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> Boris, we'll come back to you in politics now. Oh, no. So dropped her off. 
And, and then her date was late, so she's like, bitch, come have a starter with me. We ordered two chorizo and... Chorizo and halloumi. Halloumi starters. You got a, a cocktail, to, a go. cocktail. To, go, yes. to go. To go, yes. To go. I got that aboard into a coffee yeah. cup because yes. he was still coming. Yes. And then she still then ordered her main course, which is two things, I think. Like a seafood something and a lamb shank. I literally had the ribs, yes. the 800 gram rib, the full. They're like, yes. half a full. I said full. full. The full rib. And another meal, yes. Yes, because she brought that I meal. absolutely She bought did. a full home meal. A full meal. <laughs> I bought, I'm so we ate it for two days. It was so beautiful. We just added veggies and starch and we ate the meat. Done. Yes, and I did Done. do that. I, I absolutely did. So... And I would never, I wouldn't take it back. <laughs> why? And I could tell you why. I wouldn't take it back. I absolutely rinsed that guy because, so I met him on Tinder. All right, I met him on Tinder, talking for a bit. And what I've noticed with men is that even when you're on a dating app, I really don't like the feeling of being manipulated mm-hmm. when I can tell a man wants to smash my cakes to smithereens. But instead, he masks that in chivalry. He masks that in wanting to get to know me and dating um, and what he considers being respectful, actually to manipulate me into sleeping with him. That disgusts me. I'd really much rather, I'm a very straightforward person. I'd much rather say, I want to get to know you or I want to smash. So when I feel I'm being manipulated, I also play that game. If you want to wine and dine me to think you're buttering me up for sex, bitch, I'll take you to the cleaners. I'll order the seafood platter. I'll have two starters. I'll have two cocktails and I'll make sure I have enough food for my sister when I get home. Question. <laughs> because because we're use- if you're using me, let me use you because that's how you're seeing it. You're seeing me as meat. You're not seeing sex even as a two-way thing. Men see it as I smashed her. I got something from her. So if you're getting something from me, let me also enjoy. That's how I see it. Let me get the combo. Let me get combo number four. <laughs> Question. These are very interesting interesting things. Yes. Um, so you, you rather have someone who is honest about what it is they're looking for. Okay, yeah. Than to have someone like sugarcoat and whatever other words that you used. Mm. So what if someone was then like, okay, um, do you want to go on a date? Mm. And I will pay for the entire meal. And the condition, the precondition for me doing that is that you will sleep with me at the end of the night. What would you say? How, how would you feel about that? How would I, me personally? Yeah, of course. You've been talking about your own experiences. How would I feel? <laughs> Guys, um, I well, think... has gone from red to brown. She's now I'm very humble. Brown. I'm humbled. I'm very humble. I think... Um, I really, I really appreciate the transparency. Because now I don't have to go to a date eat the seafood platter and then he literally is now forceful or or confused as to why I'm not sleeping with him. So I would really, really appreciate the honesty and I would block him. Lovely. I wouldn't. So you you would block him because you then wouldn't feel valued, right? No, I'd feel actually kind of uncomfortable that he thought he could buy me with with a seafood platter with like calamari and chips. So then how can he he get to you? Because apparently you can't be bought. Okay, so we're talking... Okay, so if he wanted to have sex, how could he actually go about that? Yeah. Literally by being upfront about it, by being like... Let me think of how it's worked in the past. Right, okay, how it's worked in the past is I've flirted with guys. Um, it's been insinuated. There's been light flirting. Um, and somehow, like, we just, maybe energetically, it's so clear we're on the same page. We meet up. Either we hang out at my place or we go for a... Have we ever gone for a meal? No. Okay, I think we just hang out at my place and then it happens. And the, the way for me... Like, I've shown my comfortability is literally inviting him to my place. Being like, I think you're... I feel safe somehow with the situation. And like you can come into my space, and I felt in control. I felt in control of that like situation. But I think have I talked about sex beforehand? I think I've talked about sex beforehand with people, but it's never actually gone down. I think maybe the energy was kind of off. But um, I think there's a way to do it, and it really is about energy. 
So, yeah, I'm really all about energy. I think I definitely have had one night stands and they've been fantastic, but it's been so respectful and really us reading each other. And in some instances before having sex, really discussing, okay, do we want to have sex? What are your hard lines? What are you comfortable with? Like really asking for consent. But it's when like men and like they've been typically, typically older men, like 10 years older. So 35, like wine and dine thinking I'm kind of a deer in the headlights. I can really also pick up on that energy. So that's really what I'm talking about. I, I match people's energy. If you want to use me, let me also use you. Um, I used to. Now I don't but, because I think that like that's not romance. That's not fun. I don't do that anymore. But I, I would do it again. The old me, yeah. But in 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 the in the in the scenario you've just described, yes, the scenario where energetically you and this person just you know got along, okay, and everything was just great, and you felt safe with this person. Yes, this person didn't need to whine and dine you. Like this, yeah, this person didn't. just could just be like yo you know i'm having a good time are you can i come over and you were like yeah yes in that circumstance this person um didn't necessarily need to show you they valued you for you to be happy to have them over but when someone is showing you that they value you and their way of showing you that they value you is by whining and dying dining you now all of a sudden they're using you Mm. how how does that make sense like how, how does that make sense that by someone trying to show you their value and showing you they they would like to do the whole thing with you. Yeah. Um, that so- somehow feels like you're being used. But when someone doesn't show you any kind of value system, you still kind of feel good. You yeah. Felt, you feel mm. good about it. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Um, I think on a con- I, I can understand why conceptually like that does seem like an oxymoron. But experientially, what that translates into is I think you can really tell when someone's interested in you. So with the guy who didn't wine and dine me. Um, if anything, I, I cooked for him. Actually, we had a picnic. I cooked for him. Like, if anything, I could tell he respected me because he matched my energy. So he, after he would only, I'd initiate things. And like, if I initiated flirting and flirt back, he asked me about what I do. He asked me about my future, what I'm interested in. Um, complex questions. Like he asked not just why, but like a second why. So he really wanted to know what I was thinking. Um, he remembered things I'd said few, a few days ago. So there was... There was active engagement, whereas the guys who would wine and dine me literally wouldn't ask me a single question. Um, they'd talk about how I looked good. Uh, I would be asking all the questions. They'd like dismiss things, opinions I had. So I could tell I was just an, an object to them. And that was uncomfortable. So, uh, yeah, I could tell. Okay, that that's fair. But you do realize that the person who will ask you complex questions is actually even more manipulative than the person who won't, right? The, per- the person... Yeah, the person who who will ask you com- complex questions to get to an end goal makes you feel like this endeared person just to get to an end goal because they actually don't really care, right? Um, that's more manipulative than someone who's just going to be straight up and be like, yo, um, I don't really want to ask you all these questions because I don't actually want to go into these deep conversations with you. Hmm. I just want to get to the end goal. And if you're happy with it, let's do it. Otherwise, all good. So someone, So it depends. Obviously, not everyone... Um, who has asked you uh, specifically complex questions? Not everyone who's done that mm. wanted to just to just smash, but there probably have been people who wanted to just smash, but were still happy to ask you all these questions. It could a be either either be because they were actually just manipulating you, mm. or b because they were actually interested. But the point is, the experience that you're getting. Mm isn't necessarily matching with the goal that the person has. Mm. has. Um, mm, right. So it could be... So, so your experience isn't necessarily a reflection of what they actually want to do. 
Um, right. So. Well, it's interesting because I think two things. So I don't think smashing is like an ulterior motive for sure. So getting to know me and smashing, they're both really amazing things. Um, but also intuition. So for me, I go by that. Every time I've gone on a date and the guy was a clown, I knew from the get-go, I just lied to myself and pretended that it could be good. Every time it's been a good experience, like I've always, you, you always know from, oh, me at least, my intuition's pretty strong. So for me, it's totally energetic. Um, I can tell when someone's asking me questions. People don't have the range. I'm not being funny, but men don't have the range to ask me about my future and um, my experiences if they're not interested. They just don't. Like, they can't ask complex questions if they're not interested, in my opinion. Unless they're a psychopath or a sociopath. I'm n- I've not met one of those yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think men have that kind of range. I mean, do you do you think... Do, do you... I think that's quite naive, to be honest, mm-hmm. because I think there's a lot of... Re- regardless of whether you're a psychopath or a sociopath or not, or, yeah. not, or whatever... Yeah. It's very easy to, to camouflage your true intentions. Every human being can do it, whether you're a man or a woman. Every human being has the ability to camouflage their their intentions, unless they just actually yeah. are really stupid and they don't know how to, you know, how to do that, how to come camouflage their, their their intentions. But I think everyone has the ability to camouflage their intentions and make you believe a certain thing. So, and I think it's not necessarily to say that all the people that you've liked actually had ulterior motives and you just couldn't pick it up i think the the there might have been people who actually genuinely liked you who actually genuinely genuinely were interested but i think um what i think is naive is to assume that your understanding and your experience of the situation is exactly reflective of the the person's intentions and what they actually wanted so it's it's a lot easier for you to say look this is what i liked and this is why it made sense to me yeah than to say this is what I like, this this is why it made sense to me, and because it made sense to me, I know for a fact that that person actually meant it the way I received it. Mm-hmm. So that I think that's very that's interesting. <clears throat> it's very difficult for you to say that because you, yeah. you don't know, like you're you're not in this person's like, and I and I understand that you're a person who who acts on an energetic level, mm. and energies don't typically lie. But that's assuming your energy receiver and, and, and decoder is also like really, really good and you just understand people really, really well, which isn't always obvious, right? So but see, this is why you need to do astrology. Bitch, I'm a Pisces. My intuition, I could bottle and sell that shit. What do you think, Nyak? Do you think, like, what do you think on this? Do you reckon that you, with your, using your intuition in this exa- as an example, yeah. do you feel it's spot on with people's intentions? Um... <laughs> because can I just say there's a difference between knowing someone's intention and still lying to yourself that's what yeah. I do but I always have I've always known when I was entering a bad situation I've always yeah. known no I yeah absolutely I, I absolutely have always known that um, what or, yeah I, I've known what people's intentions are it's whether I've lied to myself or not or wanted to believe differently mm. or and I think this is where it comes uh, into play with your examples had the courage um, for me, it would be the courage to step out of those situations and, and you know, do something that's completely weird or out of the norm. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you would, were, were at dinner with someone that you could tell obviously was just trying to manipulate you, you know, there, there were two choices. You could stay and play along with the game or you could leave that. You could actually just get out of that and not have to go through all of the emotional backlash. Is it called backlash? Yeah, Back- all of that. All of that stuff that comes with it. So, um, yeah, I've stuck around for the rubbish just because you don't just leave or you don't just, you know, whatever it is. And I've lied to myself. So, absolutely. I I think I do feel like I I always know what their intention is and it's whether I stick around or not. Um, I've generally never been wrong. Um, 
And you're quite logical, Boris. You're like a really like analytical, pragmatic. That guy. is true. That is true. Extremely. Um, I also just on on the point Nyak was making. Um, I think it's also kind of important to notice that people's intentions are dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, someone, someone could get into a date with you, first date with you, and they think you know from your pictures they're like, hey, this girl's just she's really hot. Mm-hmm. I just want to smash. Yeah. And then they get their first five minutes, they're like, done. This is my new girlfriend. This is my like. They just love you. This is the one. Right? This is the one. So the intentions getting to the to to point A might easily change between point A and point B, and then change again between point point B and point right. C. So I I feel like getting this kind of this kind of intuitive feel yes. of people's intentions and judging them from your intuition is is a good thing. It's something that's important. We all need intuition, but. Um, I think it's also important to understand the limitations of that in your own understanding based on your lived experience because people have different different experiences. People Got have it. Different, I see like, what you mean. You know, it's from a lens. It's from, it's from your specific lens. Yes. Um, but this is where so, men and women are so... This is where I feel men and women are so different in that like... Well, men and women. Okay, let's just say me and you then. But I think it is men and women in that like for men or for you intuition has its like limits and you can never truly you know what i mean it has its limits and yeah and you need to use maybe other forms of discernment or like just straight communication whereas i think with women with i think we're really in tune to different forms of communication and intuition is such a big one um and intuition my intuition is from my lens and that's why i can never be wrong so for me i can tell if a person's good or bad for me because for me my intuition knows me and can discern that. And I don't think there is actually a higher knowledge and intuition and like experience for each individual, not for necessarily making policy about like a country, but for me. Um, And I think that's what also happens in relationships. I think women intuit so much and they're like, something's up with you. Like, why are you acting funny with me? Or we're clearly not the same. We're not. And a man will be like, I've done nothing wrong. I've not said anything. I've not done anything. What are you talking about? You're crazy. Whereas the woman's like intuited it. She can feel it in her bones, but there's no empirical evidence and i think that's a huge difference in how we communicate is women feel it in the air versus men see it hear it smell it touch it and so like i just think immediately on that basis we're like so different we're such different animals <laughs> okay so so on, on that point um i don't necessarily think it's just women versus, versus men mm-hmm. i think it's just people like are different yeah. some men are very intuitive as well um and yes i think women because of the, the fact that women have um, specific ways of or specific um, kind of positions in society the way they they they're kind of read by society they're read to be more intuitive in certain ways than mm. men that makes more sense because they they're more um kind of i guess like how can i say this they're more uh, exposed to certain to certain um bad things happening to them than men are so mm. they they have to be more intuitive than men um so that's that to me makes sense yeah but on the intuition thing, I think it's important to also realize and remember that you also only see like things based on your value systems and based on what you want. So you, you really only see what you want to see. Like that's just the way it is. And there's been studies on this, mm. psychological studies on this. So when, for example, I like the example that you take, you took the, um, just now and you were saying, um, you'll tell your boyfriend or whatever that something's wrong. And then they'll be like, I didn't do anything, whatever, whatever, whatever. It may not necessarily be that this person 
is a bad person or、mm. this person is actually trying to manipulate you or do whatever. It may just be that you want something, you're not able to articulate it, or you don't want to articulate it to this person, and、mm. you just want them to understand that you want this specific thing. But they don't because they're not inside of, like, they don't understand what you're currently valuing. Yeah. So, so it's, I think it's, it's important to realize that as well that it's not just about. The differences between a man and a woman is just a very personal, experiential thing about what you currently want at, your, at this specific time and at this specific、um, you know, point in your life. Like, what do you want? And being able to articulate that and being communicative about it,、um, I think that's like a very important thing. I, I do agree. I do agree with like, the second thing you said, like, that we see, we see what we want to see.、Mm. But I legitimately, like, studies have been done or, or,、um, and observations that women, women do default to their intuition and to the softer,、um, like, the, is it the left brain side of things? But anyway, the softer,、like、softer things or softer、um, emotions and, and all of those things are linked more to women, whereas logic. Uh, the logical way of, of getting to a solution is linked, is more of a masculine energy. I'm saying this all very badly. But so women, so women are more、um, susceptible to all of that. Not susceptible. Anyway, whatever. They are more in, yeah, in tune to that. Not, not, and it's not sort of a chicken before the egg kind of thing that, that you know, they're in a society where they have to be more um, um, attentive to dangers. And so it just, women just are that way. And, and Um, you know, since day one, like, are, are generally say the more, the more caregiving and so on. Of course, there are men that are more caring and more in touch with those things, but women, women tend to that. Women are the softer kind of、um, emotional, more emotionally astute of the race. True. And I think、mm. what I understood from what Boris said was that there's intuition and then there's. Kind of self sabotage through the self talk、exactly. because of your lived experience.、Exactly. So, if I think men are trash, I'll be dating Boris, and then six months down the line, I'll be like, Boris, why are you acting strange? Why are you acting weird? Because subconsciously, I'm self sabotaging because I think men are trash,、yeah. so of course he must be doing something. And so I read, I'm suspicious about things that aren't there.、Yeah. So, I think there's a big difference between that's correct. I think there is intuition, and then I think there is self talk and self sabotage、sure. from trauma. Um, yeah, and I think we can cross those, those、yeah. wires can be crossed.、Yeah. Like, I'm always like, is that my, in, is that my、yeah. intuition or is that my, like,、yeah. am I just being nervous? Do you know what I mean?、Yeah. Like, sometimes it's hard to tell if you don't train that intuitive voice.、Yes. And also, another thing is,、um, it's very hard to, this, and this is just in general, just, not just for men or women,、um, it's, it's very hard to kind of train your body to be in tune with what you want your values to be. So you can't, like, You can't tell your body what your values are.、Mm-hmm. Um, your, your body, like you, just your soul or whatever, like you have values that like, you, you don't necessarily like, understand and not, don't necessarily have the ability to arti- articulate like, in a very easy way.、Mm-hmm. And just because you're trying to be this Mukundwa or this Nyak、yeah. who only dates guys with BMWs or whatever,、yeah. doesn't mean、Speak、that like, <laughs> doesn't mean that like, actually, like, experientially, That's how your body actually reacts to it.、Right. So it's hard to like force upon yourself something、yeah. that you like think you want. No matter how much you try, like I do, I agree wholeheartedly. It keeps coming back to 
you keep coming back to the truth, like it just doesn't fit somehow and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think even one of my friends was talking about um, manifesting and said that it's not what you want, but what you believe and like mm. what you are. So as much as I want to be rich, if I believe I'm like poor, like exactly. then that's kind of what your body keeps replicating. Yeah. Which is what I love. So like with manifesting, another podcast I know, hey. it's not about um, trying to get from zero to a hundred immediately but rather what's one if you're at zero what's one and then two and then three so instead of from i'm poor to i'm rich is might be i'm poor to i'm i'm worthy or there's potential or something like that before you get to i'm rich yeah it's a process it takes your body to a long time to adapt to your like to what you're asking from it yeah oh interesting i agree okay i have a question Mm. um about dating it would be nice if we could talk about dating a little bit um that was a joke, guys. Oh, everyone's so serious. <laughs> you like, yeah. Wow. I know. So is that, um, so Boris, uh-huh. um, would you take on, so, okay, so you have your idea. So we're going back to like splitting bills and mm. that you believe that it should be um, like each should, what you said in the beginning, I'm not going to summarize that. So would you, um, as a guy, take on a philosophy um, that, whether it's um, through, um uh, just like the general culture of the day or whatever, take on a philosophy that, that um, you know, for women or whatever. It, I'm saying this so badly. But do no you understand worries. what I'm trying to ask? No, go ahead. Go ahead. So would would you would you entertain um, the other side of things just just to be kind of like respectful, even if it's something you didn't believe in? Or oh. like, would you consider the other politics, even if it's not your own, if it, um, and if you don't agree with it, but that it's, you know, it's kind of being kinder to the other or... or Interesting. So if I, as Boris's girlfriend, was like, listen, Boris, I know you don't agree. I really appreciate it if you always pay on dates and also just like bring me flowers once a week because I know you don't agree, but like I saw my dad doing that. And for me, it means so much. What would you question that? That, and then even before that, like a new person that you're dating, like yeah. if you've... If you hear from lots of girls, like, um, it's just, um, it's just the guy should pay for the first date. It's awkward when a guy asks you, are you going to pay or am I going to pay? Like, we're going to pay. And then, like, how are you supposed to say, no, I'm not going to pay. Like, you should pay. And things, you know, just things like that. Like, would you consider that? Like, what makes it easier for a woman, um, even if you don't agree with it? Um, Yes, I would consider that. um, Just the, the same word, consider other people's opinions in general day-to-day activities Mm. so it's not like um it's not it's not to say just because i don't necessarily think it's it should be automatic that that a guy pays that i wouldn't consider why the person thinks it should be automatic Mm. that a guy pays so that's the whole point of it it's for me it's about that communication and it's about like understanding where that comes from what that means for you so for for certain people uh it means very different things so Mm. Some some person may be a billionaire. Some woman might be a billionaire, but she just wants you to pay on her, on the on the first date because of whatever reasons that she has, and it has nothing to do with necessarily. It, it may have nothing to do necessarily with you being, um, you know, like worthy of her or you what like whatever. It may have nothing to do with you. It may just fully have everything to do with her and her lived experience mm. and how she feels about these kinds of things. So that's why I think it's very important to have these kinds of conversations. Um, and like leading leading on afterwards, after that conversation, I think it's very important to have the conversation about how it's going to be going forward. Mm-hmm. Like, do you expect me as the guy to always pay on our date mm-hmm. and why mm-hmm. do you expect that so it's it's about like knowing what you're the person you're out with expects from you mm. and whether you're 
willing to live with that or not. Like, yeah. for example, I'd be much, I'd be very happy to pay for the first date. If, for example, some someone comes to me and says, look, it's not about you. It's not about you saying um, that you value me. It's just, that's just how I've always grown up to be. That's what my, I've been read to, to think that's how my parents brought me up. And it just would feel really, really, really against my like core if I if I paid on the first date. Mm. Next date, I'm happy to pay. Afterwards, I'm happy to pay. Then I'll be like, cool. I understand like, understand where that comes from. I understand why it's such a genuine, serious thing for you. Um, so I think it's it's all about for me. It's all about the level of expectation mm-hmm. and the degree and extent of expectation, and then the reasoning for expectation. So if so if your if your reasoning for expecting things from me is that it's just because I'm a guy and that's just what guys do, then I can then that's just stupid. That's actually really just stupid to me. I'm sorry for the word, but that is really really. <laughs> we use the worst words, no. babe. I know, but he like clean up his language. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's just like that, that's me. that's why I apologize yeah. for it. But it's actually really just stupid because if you're going to give me an expectation purely based on what gender I am, then I can do the same to you. But I can also. The thing is, I that's already built you. in. Yeah, but that's 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 what you think. No, um, but it is already built in, Boris. Right, but but that's what you you think of me, so it's built into society. <laughs> yeah, it's not necessarily yeah. built into your, into into me as a person. No, it is so, an umbrella. It is an umbrella, Boris. Yeah. If I rock up in my baggy nineties, um, what was that? Uh, Rockefeller pants. What are they called? Those pants I used to wear in those days. Bell bottoms. No, the ones that NASA's brand or whatever. Like all those baby fat. If I come in some baby fat, fat tracksuit fat pants, farm. fat farm tracksuit pants, my big T-shirt that says uh, "Eradicate HIV AIDS," the free ones you get from UNICEF, and my sneakers that I wear to gym, I can't come like that to a date. That's your men. Opinion. No, it's not an okay. Okay, rather I can come like that to a date, but the social constructs that we constructs that we live in make it much harder for me to come like that versus a man to literally come like that, and that's okay. With, he comes with open toe where you see his, his toes that are just all disgusting from weightlifting and dropping the bell. He just comes like that with his toes out with his athlete's foot. But a woman doesn't come like that. She comes in <laughs> kitten heels or whatever else people wear. And I have never subscribed to that. But it is so much harder to exist out of those confines. Just like it's very hard for you to come in a dress or a skirt. It is much harder for you to do that than for me. I fully agree that um, there's a lot more expectation on women than on men to look good. That's for sure. 100%. But so what? What are you what are you trying to say about so so just because the expectation from society from a from a woman to look good mm. is greater than the expectation from society from a man to look good and hence your point about you doing a lot more work yeah. um before the date than the man the man does which by the way is not necessarily true because there's different kinds of work. It's not just about appearance and, and different kinds of things. There's different expectations as well, but that's yeah. a different point. Mm. Um, so just because of that doesn't necessarily mean that you should subscribe to the societal um, expectations of men and Correct. the man should subscribe to the societal expectations of women. Correct. Because if the, if the man is also going to subscribe to all the, the societal expectations of women, then he could also ask you to do things that you probably won't want to do just purely because society expects that already but I think the assumption with what you're saying is that there are these expectations and we both come as blank slates and when we operate in our relationship it's blank slates and on equal footing on equal footing where it's not whereas it's really it's already it's already uneven so if we don't have a conversation about evening it out then it's going to be uneven exactly that's that's the whole point of the conversation but but what I'm saying is I can assume I can say pay because you're the man without saying more because I literally just do more labor 
not that it's not that you should accept, not that it's right, but that if a woman comes and says that, when she says pay because you're a man, there is all the she's talking about the patriarchal history. She's not she might not use the same language, but that's really the her lived experience. You know, she's not trying to um I, well, I don't think she's trying to oppress you as much as she's trying to also also enjoy, also get something from the experience rather than, you know, forever performing labor, forever being on the back footing. So wait, so you're saying she'll only enjoy the experience of being on a date with mm. you if you pay for it? No, I'm saying that because you were like, okay, if she asks me to pay just because I'm a man with like no explanation, that that's like ridiculous. And I'm saying that explanation is her lived experience that she's not telling you. Like she might not communicate it, but that is probably why. Is she but saying? Every, but everybody has lived experiences. Yeah, yeah, everyone does. But so, I, what I'm saying is why don't you operate from the point of understanding that women are already on the back footing? So if she says pay, why can't you just assume that's why? Like clearly because... No, because assumptions are bad. What's the point of me assuming if you can just tell me? But why would she tell you on the first date? Like, why would she? That's another thing. Like, that was my question as and well. Why, and why? And why would I do that for you on the first date either? As well, I don't know you. <laughs> but that's my. So that's another thing. I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what kind of girl you are. I don't Which know is, if I'm gonna like you. I don't know if you're a hoe. I don't. I don't know nothing about you. And that affects if you're gonna pay or not. No, it's it. It doesn't necessarily affect if I'm gonna pay or not. It affects whether I should be expected to pay or not, right? So you're you're saying. Just because I'm a woman and I and and there's patriarchy in the world, you as a man mm. must assume that if I ask you to pay for me, then I'm coming from this specific point of view or point of frame of reference, and you should ex- you're, you're expecting from me that I must understand that that's where you're coming from. Cool, I understand that. Mm. But how about you tell me why it is that you think I should feel like that? What what is it about you? But so what you're saying because well, because you can't expect me to assume things about your lived experience. You can't ex- assume uh, expect me to assume things about how you feel about certain things because you like that's that's dangerous in the sense that some women um, have had more reason mm. to feel that way than others, mm-hmm. and some women may have been in, in in more situations where they feel like okay, you know. Um, this and this happens, so a man must pay. I don't even know. Like, I, I can't really think of a, of a situation that would that would explain that. But different women have different experiences. Yes, there's like a common denominator between the experiences of women because just purely purely based on the fact that they're women, that's for sure. But the extent of of, of these experiences differs across women. Um, and you can't expect because I'm not a woman. You can't expect me as a man to understand where you're coming from just purely based on the fact that you're a woman. Because then I can also understand, expect you to understand where I'm coming from purely based on the fact that I'm a man. And we're by definition very different people. So it helps both you and I if you communicate with me. If you tell me this is how you feel, mm. this is why you feel it, and. It's up to me as well to, to choose whether or not I want to do it. So it's, mm. it's, it also shouldn't be like, oh, I expect you to do it, so you must do it. Because some men would expect things of you, but you won't do it. It's like, it's it's a very like... So you, it's like communication for you, like no assumptions, me, communicate, let's meet each other as people, no assumptions. Yeah, for me, it's about it's okay. about communication and it's about not necessarily being rigid in, in your... Um, in in your understanding of life because you don't understand the whole of life just because you've had certain experiences that you you can't assume that everybody has had the same experience as you you can't assume that that guy has had the same experience um, uh, as you or that his that guy's ex-girlfriend wasn't some really like bad girl 
who fucked up his entire life. You can't assume all these kinds of things about about men just because you've been hurt. You can't assume that men aren't aren't ever hurt either. So it's kind of like going into into things with expectations based on your assumptions of their lives and how they live their lives is really dangerous. Um, it's a lot easier if you're if you, and depending on what you want also. Like if you just want to go into a thing and kind of just use this person from for for like free food or whatever then you you can 100% like do whatever you want but if you're going into something with genuine intentions and you genuinely want to get to know this person then actually genuinely get to know this person don't just expect that person to genuinely get to know you like it should be like a two-way street um and you should be kind of like willing and forthcoming with um with with your yeah, with like all these things about your lived experience and like how you feel about certain things and why you think he should pay and how that makes sense in your world and how that ex- that affects how you think about him and how you think he thinks about you. Like all these random things, like you should, like it should be a conversation. It it, it it's 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 like like staying with the status quo just because it's the status quo and just because like you're happy with that specific status quo is a very dangerous thing because if if that was to be the case then. I think women would probably be the first to be annoyed by that because of how currently the patriarchal system works. So, yeah, just don't assume. And so going off the back of that, um, you made a, a comment. I asked you, I think, what are your expectations, I think, on dates of women? And you said then either not that many or that they're low because of like your experiences. So can you flesh that out? Like what's what's what does that mean? Like why do you have low expectations or none of, from women? So... I think it's um it just kind of it's it's similar to what I was saying just now. I go into I don't go into like interactions with people in general, whether be it women or, or men, but I don't go into interactions with people with expectations of them. Um my expectations of, of people are very simple. It's respect me and I respect you. Simple. That's it. Um other than that, I don't expect that you're going to be the most intelligent woman in the world. I don't expect that you're going to be whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't. I have no. I have no such expectations. I'm going into the in, into that whole thing based on the fact that I don't know anything about you. I can't have any expectations. Um, like, there's like. But do you have expectations generally in dating? Do you have standards? Do you have like needs you need met? So I've I've got preferences, um, okay. but not okay. expectations. So it's well, obviously I have, I have expectations, but my expectations, like I said, are like I expect you to like really simple like expectations from. A human being to another human being. Okay, so that's like yeah, that's that's my expectations. And then preferences then, if you want to take things forward. That's so interesting. So, so preferences, not necessarily if I want to take things forward, but preferences are what I like and what I don't like. But right? I just, for me, so why don't you just like not accept what you don't like? Why don't you just have your standard? Say that again. So it's what it sounds like to me, which I th- which is not the case experientially for you. I bet is that like any woman. Any woman's as good as the next, like you're open to dating anyone. You have preferences. You'd prefer if she were like maybe went to uni or like had a job and stuff. But if she doesn't, you, you wouldn't expect that. Is that correct? Or do you have, you know, ideals, things you want from someone if they don't meet that criteria to know? Yeah, of, co- of course, there's things um, that you, there's like preferences that are really strong and others that are not so strong. So um, you call them ideals, but like, I don't know if I'd call them ideals because that's a bit of a strong word. But like, um, there's definitely things that are strong preferences. Like, I would strongly prefer, to take your example, I'd strongly prefer to go out on a date with someone 
who has at least a basic level of education, right? So someone like... Just a basic a, level of education is the beginning of your preference? I think men have no expectations. I think well, men have no that's, prefer- that, expectations. That's what's basic... I was, I was taking her example. Right? And it's so basic as her, tell her, us the truth. Her, her Just example, tell us what you want. Her example was, uh, was, are you going to go on a date with someone who, who doesn't have a degree? Right? And to me, that's like a basic level of education in my world. Oh, oh for you, basic yeah. is... So uh, basic like, is a you degree. You need degree. Yeah. So that, that would be a strong preference. <laughs> okay. Right? But um, I do understand that some people don't have that like right. kind of like access. So I wouldn't necessarily place that as an expectation because like some people just don't have that access so it's i wouldn't say it's an expectation what i expect from you i don't expect from you to have a degree i expect from you to respect me i hope you have a degree i prefer if you have a degree and if you have a degree i will probably most likely want to see you again if you don't have a degree i'll probably most likely (laughs) never speak to you again so you know that that's kind of like so these are like i'm giving you like random things i'm I'm not it's not to say it's not to say that this is actually how i think about things girls like if you got a degree right right into b b b b b bars (laughs) no it's interesting right right you know i really want to have an episode about men and their friends so basically all my friends agree that we think our boyfriends or our male friends have bad friends (laughs) Bad friends. I love Boris's friends. Boris has phenomenal male friends. Well, I only know like two or three of them. But I think you're probably the only person whose judgment I trust. Every other friend I have is male. They're like friend groups. It just seems like sometimes the... I think we just have different standards. Like for some, sometimes it seems like with guys, if you play video games and like you can make me laugh, that's enough. And like for women, I feel like it's... I don't know. I don't think we have an equivalent. I think it's like a bit more complex from at least that's what it seems like from the outside and so i really wanted to relate that to dating about like do men or do men as a whole have like expectations really that go beyond looking good and like being able to hold a general conversation because like with my female friends we have just we have yeah a list of things and not very specific like okay he must have a size eight shoe or six foot two but, but really in terms of quality and the experience of the person yeah that go that go into also like the like in so the metaphysical world yeah, yeah exactly and um yeah the, the the quality of of time that needs to be spent together and so on yeah it's really interesting i don't know what you think because can you i mean for yourself do you have preferences about like you specific preferences and um, like demand, like non-negotiables, besides respecting you, <laughs> um, and a degree. Oh no, that's a preference. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, do I have like like specific preferences? Yes, I do. But like, I don't have I don't have things that are like beyond beyond the general like respect and like that kind of like I guess human to human kind of expectation mm. beyond that. I don't have any like things that are no that, that are like if you don't have this you can't be my girlfriend. Um, there's definitely things that I prefer strong strongly and things that I like go for a lot a lot with a lot more veracity than otherwise. But there's nothing like I can't say like if you don't have a big booty then I'll never date you type of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's like. Like, so you know, like, I know that's so interesting. Even the example. So, so <laughs> I'm giving you guys stupid examples. No, no, you're saying so why? Don't put yeah. the stupid example. Yeah, now. just you know say it with your chest. Because I was very, about to say, Nyak, will you date someone very... who makes less than you? Um, no. Will you date someone who makes you know, the same as you? 
Probably um, no as well. Probably no. Because it comes with the... Um, uh, it's like the, the, where they are in their mind and where their aspirations are and so on and so forth. Like just waiting for someone to catch up and make, you know, just as much as me. And I mean, it's not like a whopping salary at, or even, you know, it just I know where I'm going and how I'm growing. But I just in my experience. Oh, so it's potential. This is a, a conversation about dating for potential. Um, yeah, I'm you don't that's do that. it. I don't date for potential. Like yeah. be where you are. And yeah. And I and it also, but it's not just the salary. So like it, depending on what, what one does. So, you know, mm. what one does informs me what they're interested in. So a salary, a salary in this way or a salary in that way yes. in, in a different field is a lot more, you know what I mean? Just how one spends their time. So. Oh, I love that. Interesting. Yeah. So for you, it was, is it big booties, Boris? What is it for you? And that's oh, okay, because no, like, big booties are hard to grow and maintain. Big booties are hard to grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but like I, like I was saying, I was giving you a really stupid example. There's, like, there's no, the, what I was saying is there's nothing that I can say, if you don't have this, then I would never date you. Interesting. Yeah. There okay. is definitely things that I prefer over others. Yeah. yeah. But there's nothing that if you don't have... I can say for a fact I will never date you because okay. I think everybody is, di- is different and it's like you guys speak about energetic levels and on an en- energetic level it's very very easy to like kind of click with someone who like intellectually you don't think you would click with mm. yes. right so, yeah. so yes, in the facts, same way you can facts. you can be like you know this and, and it comes back to what I was saying earlier it's very hard to, to dictate to your body what your values are your like your body has its values like it's hard to like tell your body this is who i am your body knows who it is who it is like it, you, you can't tell your body hey i'll only date men on a bmw i'm taking the exact same yeah. example that i that i used earlier with Which we're going to speak on it like you can't tell your body i'll only date someone who earns more than me i'll only do this because you just don't know like this that's like an ideal it's something in my view it's like it's something you would prefer but i think if unless that's something you truly fully 100% value inside of you like you could easily find yourself doing it so it's like so that's why for me i can't say there's anything that if you don't have mm. i can't date you i can say for a fact that I, I can't date you but i can definitely say say that there's things that i would prefer and that i would look for when i'm considering dating a woman um there's, there's a bunch of things like intelligence um you know beauty like you know, financial, like, stability, you know, all these kinds of things. like Natural hair, like dreadlocks. I don't care about that stuff. Wow. But, uh, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but, yeah, so that's, my, my point is that I'm, yeah. it's, I think it's, re- it's really difficult to be rigid with the things that you want um, because, like, a lot of, a lot of instances are possible where what you think you want actually isn't necessarily what you want. And you yeah. actually end up going for things that you would never see see yourself doing, like doing things that you never imagined were possible. So, but this so is, yeah, this is the thing for me, and this is where I need to safeguard myself because I know I can fall for anyone as long as if if our souls connect, if we if we connect on that energetic level, that it's so easy for me to 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 love you and to blah blah. I have to protect myself. You do. Mm. So, mm. so that's so, all women end so up the bumps. So that's why I'm like, you mm. know, that's exactly it. So so taking your BMW, like have that have that spiritual be spiritually astute and have a BMW, then we're gonna have a good time. But have that be spiritually astute and then also not have any um kind of business acumen or anything like that. We're not gonna have a good time because then you know we're gonna that that's gonna be a point of tension. So so it's not so much 
So I, I, I do feel that um, being biased because I'm a woman and also because from my lived experience, I feel like women work so much harder in in relationships um, in general. And so for us, um, it means so much to to like to, to choose wisely oh, um, bitch, yes. because 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 I think I, I do. I just think women are phenomenal and that no matter who they are with, they will make things Work make things in general, work like um and build people up and build the, the and you the know, family the amount yeah. we sacrifice so i i think it's le- i honestly think it's less of a risk for a man it is to to have more more sort of loose restrictions than for a woman to have loose facts. restrictions um, absolute facts but, so that this is i don't does it reflect at all in your world but this is exact this is my lived experience i want to reflect in your world no i mean like you can, have a different experience can you relate kind of like that maybe men yeah like you know i, I don't even know how to <laughs> To relate to you, to relate to me for that. So if you ask if you ask men if they think they've done more work... So if you go and ask a 50-year-old man who's been married for 30 years mm. if he's done more work than his wife, chances are he'll say yes. If you go and ask a 50-year-old woman if he's done more, if she's done more work than her, than her husband, chances are she'll say yes. So that so man... So everyone, everyone is more astute to their own sacrifices. Yeah, but what's the truth? Because there is the, UN study, the fact of division of labor, there's a reason they give women the money in the family when they give aid. There's a reason, be, literally just the way family units and women work and are expected to work in family. Like, can you at least, can you see that? Like when women have children, the kinds of life sacrifices they make are different with career, with moving country for the man's career, for things like that. It's not every, I don't think it's going to be your household. Like you chatted about stay, being a staying home dad and stuff. But like it is... If a woman marries a poor man, it kind of is over. If a man oh, marries right. a poor woman, he kind of just keeps going. Like, it's just, I think it, it seems like for men, families are appendages, like cars. Like, you have them and you and your career. Whereas women, I don't agree that they should do this. I, I think we shouldn't. But, like, a lot of things go on hold. There are a lot of sacrifices made. And it's just really unlikely if you'd marry a poor man. Where you find him is kind of where you'll end up. And a lot of what I see with my eyes... I've never been married, but it's literally what I see around me. So, yeah, I, I fully see your point, and I see how it's, it's difficult for you to understand that the sacrifice and the, and the degree of sacrifice isn't necessarily, um, like, biased in one direction. It's not just the woman that sacrifices. No, it's both. It's 100% both that both people in the, in the relationship that sacrifice. And, like, yeah, I still you, need you, convincing. You, yeah, I mean, I speak, don't agree. You, you, but... speak, you speak about um, the fact that women, you know, have kids... And or at least bear, bear kids rather carry kids I don't know how to say that but uh, you speak about that and you speak about the fact that generally in the household the woman takes takes care of the kids whatever 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 and as a result of that the expectation is on men to be the breadwinner it's right? not as a result of that it's because of men's behavior how they've shown to be in the past that oh wait wait we're talking about we're not talking about the UN thing well, the issue, because I, I, I understand oh, sorry, what you sorry, mean, Karen. but continue. Men Actually, make I wanna, the money. I hear what you were saying. Oh, no, I was saying, well, with, with why w- women are trusted with grants and things that come to families because women have shown consistently that when a, when a woman is given money in a family, she will make sure that the kids have clothing, food, school. When a man is given money, he spends it on alcohol or he spends it more carelessly. He's not as focused on the family and the family's well-being. Um, but we, I mean, we've seen this countless times. We all have this back home or in our lives right now where women tend to be, generally tend to be the ones that are more responsible when, when a family is made, when kids are in the family, take more responsibility for, for the, the kids and the family as a whole than the man. 
generally. And I think it's different labor points. Like I think because Boris, you're saying like there's finance. The husband goes out and grinds and he makes money. Um, but what's not monetized is how much it costs to raise a kid. Yeah. The emotional labor. The so I think it's interesting. I think there are in a household that's healthy. I think of course there's divisions of labor, maybe uneven, but both partners I think doing work. But I think still I don't know. And I think also also not maybe an the maybe uneven can't only be the can only be possible for women right so it can't mm. on, only be that it's uneven against women right but it well, no, it, no no it largely is yeah. i mean those are individual cases the, where it's not for men not but it's, opinions, this is just like yeah. history literally it's like just the world you'll have two working them. parents uh they both come home and a woman generally is the one that cooks then takes care of the family and so on and so forth it's just expected that even it so yeah, even if the man earns more, that a full day's work is not as taxing for a woman. Um. Guys, there's there's definitely things that you guys don't um, take into account when you think about the general tax levels yeah. um, on the different genders. So the, I think there's definitely things that you guys can only understand from your point of view and from your perspective, mm-hmm. which is a very normal thing. Um, but being like generalizing things and saying women are definitely always working harder than men in every way so when you aggregate all the different like emotional psychological physical everything that ha- um that you only understand and i think it's important um not to just like see things from your perspective from your world like from your lens and kind of like be in this kind of like I don't know, f- default state or default, like, uh, you know, yeah, def- default place of, of thinking that you're, you're hard done by and you're, you're doing more work than you should or you're doing more work than the other. Because if that's how you think, then you're never going to get anywhere because the other is also going to feel the exact same way and think, oh, everything is like left to me to do X, Y, Z and that woman doesn't do anything. All she stays, all she does is stays at home and cooks and she says she's worked, for example. Mm. So it's like, there's, there's very, there's, there's like very like, um, there's very, there's very like conflicting, yeah, lived conflicting experience. lived all experiences. I, know is I cooked for you all this morning right. and I worked. I was sweating. <laughs> I made these yeah. bitches Jack breakfast. made breakfast once. No. In like guys, two years, you made me breakfast once. I'm never once. having a family. That shit is hard. I'm dead. I know. After this, you're definitely not having kids. I'm not having kids. But that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so that's that was my yeah, point. My point is, yeah. is is definitely like just to say don't it's it's easier to, to focalize on your point of view and your 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 experience and to be like kind of not not like understanding or not like even consider the other person's point of view. And just from my experience actually, this is stuff that I've definitely noticed with women, is that women typically don't really notice or like even acknowledge the other person that the other person's like um efforts or stresses or whatever 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 mm-hmm. um it's it's typically a very like self-centered like approach which mm. is which is normal given that typically women feel very hard done by i understand that when you're when you when your cup is not full you can't really point to someone else's cup but like as a result of that um it's also very easy to have a man that feels like not not valued mm. and not appreciated at all by his woman um, in the same way that women may feel not valued, not appreciated by their men. So like this whole div- div- division of me versus you and us versus them doesn't help anyone in the end of, at the end of the thing. It doesn't help either women or men. 
it's kind of like my my point is it, it should be a collaborative thing and it should okay. be a let's chat about what are our biggest issues and how we can help each other. Okay, so on an individual basis as people rather than looking at the historical like umbrellas that and assuming the experiences that might have happened to both genders. Thank you. So we're going to wrap up because we are now an hour. Um so what would you guys like to hear from the people listening? I know we had we've ended on such a good note. There's so much um I'm sure Boris wants to say and we both actually want to respond to. And if you want to have a part two, let us know what you'd want. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, questions you'd have for Boris, me, Nyakwezi. Yeah. But yeah, what, what do you want to know from the audience, Jack? I think I would like to know um, what how how you navigate um, wh- what Boris was talking about, like that sort of um, almost meeting in the middle, like from the very be- like in first of all in like your first date, like laying down like these are my expectations, kind of like. To me, that's still so murky, like how you say, hey, look, I think you should pay good, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then number two, like in a relationship and how, how do you marry then your the um, living in a patriarchy if you're a woman and a man and recognizing that, recognizing different privileges and then moving forward in a collaborative way. How, how do you how do you reconcile that from both sides of the of the pond, I guess? Thank you. Yeah. And Boris, anything do you want to hear from anyone about anything particularly? Mm. Not particularly. Not particularly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, please let us know what you think. I'm quite interested in, um, regardless of your gender, what you think about all this. If you do think, do you think women feel hard done by? Do you think um, wanting men to pay on dates and that kind of thing? Do you think that's reasonable? Do you think it's kind of revenge dating? Mm. Um, do you think women fail to understand like men's perspective and be empathetic to that? Or do you think we do, but men can't see like the historical implications of gender to begin with like what are your opinions um let us know let us know if you want a part two because there's a lot to unpack boris yeah. thank you so much thanks for, for sharing yes and for braving you know yeah a rose between two a rose. thorns <laughs> thank you he's the rose between two thorns he's the rose boris we're the roses in cuteness it's boris me than you okay no you know what, this, <laughs> this, is this is a podcast <laughs> no we're not so cutting no, this out. no one's ever gonna know i'm so dead I'm so thanks dead. for listening guys yes let us know what you want to talk about next what definitely. we should talk about next definitely okay thanks guys <laughs> <laughs> always remember to say what you want to say i'm dead <laughs>